This episode is brought to you by MGMA Events. The Medical Practice Excellence Financial and Operations Conference 2023 will be held March 19th through the 21st in Orlando, Florida. During our premier spring event, attendees will gain key insights from both disciplines and learn about topics that shape the future success of medical practice organizations. Go to mgma.com slash MPE23 to learn more and to register today. Hello and welcome to the MGMA Week in Review podcast. I'm Daniel Williams, Senior Editor with MGMA. It's good to be back with you again after a couple of weeks off as I dealt with a sinus issue. That thing knocked me out for a bit and took away my voice, which is not good for a podcast. So it really is good to be back with y'all. So let's go ahead and get to our first article now. Post-pandemic realities set in for screening patients' social needs. This article first appeared on MGMA.com. For the past three years of the COVID-19 pandemic, it forced many healthcare leaders to confront disparities in care is part of a broader rethinking of how to continue delivering it amid a public health emergency. From job losses and financial uncertainty in the early months of 2020 to the new challenges of inflation and its strain on consumers, many health systems and medical groups put renewed focus on programs to screen for patients, social determinants of health, or health-related social needs. Still, the dual pressures of maintaining public health safety measures and enough health workers amid a challenge labor market were enough to keep several organizations from pursuing other initiatives. Now, we've got some news uh, coming up to you here. Uh, In a February 28 MGMA stat poll, it found that 49% of medical groups are currently screening for patients' social determinants of health. Unfortunately, 44% are not doing that, so there is a disparity there for sure. Wanted to share some additional information in this field. In April 2020, Humana and MGMA released the first joint research study on the topic. It was called Painting a Bigger Picture of Patient Well-Being. It described the development of social determinants of health screening tools and building connections with non-clinical community resources uh, that would help patients address issues that influence their health outcomes. I'm gonna provide a link to that report from 2020 in the episode show notes, but we're also excited to announce that later this month, um, MGMA and Humana are set to release a new study building on those findings with new research on how the views of healthcare leaders have been shaped by the COVID-19 pandemic. We're also gonna look at how opportunities and challenges in screening have evolved amid the ongoing shift of value-based care and also labor market issues affecting staffing in provider organizations. So be on the lookout for that report. Uh, You will probably get pinged in many different platforms uh, by MGMA and Humana, but that is a very important study that's going to be coming out. So if you do want to be part of the MGMA stat poll every week, uh, you can make your voice heard. 
And you get there by signing up and texting STAT to 33550 or by visiting mgma.com slash STAT. And those polls will be sent to your phone via text message. Now for our second and final article this week, um, we're going to look at some regulatory news. Now, just last week, uh, the Drug Enforcement Agency, or DEA, proposed a rule under the Ryan Hate Act to permanently expand practitioners' ability to prescribe controlled substances via telehealth in certain circumstances. Now, the Ryan Hate Act passed in 2008 currently requires practitioners to conduct an in-person evaluation before being able to use telemedicine to prescribe controlled medication. During the COVID-19 public health emergency, the DEA established a process to waive those in-person requirements. Now, here's where it gets important. So the proposed rule includes two new options for using telemedicine to prescribe controlled substances without an in-person exam after the PHE. In the first, a practitioner can issue an initial prescription without conducting an in-person exam if the medication is non-narcotic schedule three, four, or five controlled substance, and the prescribed amount doesn't exceed 30 days. Any additional prescription must occur after an in-person exam. Now, the second way is a qualified telemedicine referral. Now, after an in-person exam with a practitioner, the practitioner then refers the patient to a second practitioner who can prescribe a controlled substance without an in-person exam. And if you wanna keep up with that latest regulatory news, go to mgma.com advocacy. And this is going to do it for this episode of MGMA Week in Review. Thank you so much for listening. If you do have ideas or suggestions, please email us at podcast at mgma.com. Stay safe and have a great weekend. If you like the work we're doing, please consider becoming an MGMA member. Learn more at mgma.com slash membership.